Hey, I want to welcome everyone to You and the Law on the Batson News Radio Network. Uh, I am the co-host of the show, and the host of the show goes by the name of Chief Swag. Chief Swag, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing good, man. How about you? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm gonna I'm I'm you know? promote you. I'm gonna promote you to host this week. You gonna you gonna show me that honor and promote me to the host? Yeah, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you make it and be the host this week. Wow, wow, man. So so let me say this. You know, I I actually wanted to share this with you because if, since you're the host of the show, I think I can be the CEO. How's that? Well, you can be CEO if you don't give me a raise. Then I would. Then then what? What? what I, okay. Well, now you're the CEO. You run it. So what I'll be. What I'll do is I'll be one of the board. Of, I'll be the board of directors. Well, if you be the board of directors, then that means you got to pay me. No, no, no. There are certain boards that the uh, the, the, the board of directors get paid. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but you know what though, Virgil. One thing we can't forget, we we can't. La's the board of directors, so we got to break him off some too, man. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because you know, you're you, you know, you got your chief swag, but he's just swag period because of the name La. Swag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, swag. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, we want to welcome our our listeners to uh, the show, You and the Law. And, um, you know, it's uh, definitely a pleasure to have our law listeners back uh, with us today, as always. And if you're a first-time listener to You and the Law on the Bachelor News Radio Network, uh, we hopefully that you will be um, uh, enlightened and uh, very well informed about what we're talking about today, and uh, and Keith, why don't you, uh, since you're the the host of the show, why don't you share with our listeners what you and the law is about, what this show well, yeah, is really thing. about. It's about real talk, uh, real talk facts, you know, real talk details about community and law enforcement. Uh, more so, the concerns that the communities of color have with law enforcement. Uh, also, the positive things that law enforcement is doing. Uh, so you've got over 60 years of experience. Uh, you've got uh, police executive experience. But the things we want to do, we want people to know we're real. Um, we, because we're chief executives, we don't always agree with what law enforcement does. But at the same time, we realize that law enforcement does some positive things, too. So that's what we do. It's real talk. Uh, you know, you and the law gives you an opportunity, and we don't take anything personally. So, you know, we want to, we want your questions. We want you to to participate in the in the uh, discussion, because uh, you know, uh, every city, every one of you all are depending upon some form of law enforcement to protect you. And if you have a concern, please let us know, and um, let's, let's have a good show and let's be open. Yeah, and you know, Keith, you know, we uh we've got an exciting show for our listeners and uh you know, we've got a a very good uh a guest that's coming on the show that's going to be joining us uh after uh our break uh at 6:10 and he is uh, 
He he has a wealth of he has a, a very good he comes from a, a law enforcement background um that is very prestige. He's uh has been involved in some other things in the private sector, but we'll let him talk about uh himself when he comes on the show. But I'm really excited to have this brother on the on the show. Uh he's uh his group has just uh made a major partnership with the uh Miami Heat. Uh, and the Miami P- Police Department, so he's going to come on and talk to to us and our listeners about about that. But you know, Keith, this has been a uh, another uh, interesting week uh, that, that has occurred in the law enforcement community, and we definitely want to send out our prayers to uh, to the two uh, police officers out in uh, L.A. who were, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody has seen the, of the horrific video of person just walking up to a car and shooting them and now we're learning just how you know these two officers survived and actually how the female officer really um just overcome her injuries to to help her partner so keith we definitely want to make sure that uh we remind our listeners to to definitely uh keep those officers and their families in, uh, in, in their in their thoughts and prayers absolutely my brother, yeah, absolutely. That's just horrific, tragic, and horrific. And uh, young officers had only been on the force about 14 months, and uh, so it seems that they're fighters, uh, and we know that's by God's grace. And so, uh, uh, prayers out to them and their families, yeah, definitely. And and you know, Keith, you know, today, I don't know if you caught any of the news uh, today, but you know, they had the um, the the settlement with the uh, Rihanna's Taylor family in, in Louisville, uh, how that settlement, which it was very transparent, Keith, the fact that they actually you know, very public about the amount of the settlement. And I think which is mo- more important is the actual um, agreement that the attorneys made with the city officials to, 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 on the right track to do some some meaningful police reform, uh, but uh, as you know, the family is still uh, dealing with the fact that these officers haven't been charged, and that's under uh, a grand jury. And the, the, one of the things, Keith, I want to go back to is that this happened in March, right as the pandemic was really starting to to take over the the, the news media. And this deal with Brianna Taylor was not even really fully known until several months later. So, um, you know, that, that is in itself is a tragedy, the fact that uh, the family got some resolve with the financial uh, agreement, but they're still dealing with the fact that these uh, officers have not been held accountable. Well, I'll tell you, there's, there's not there's no amount of money that will uh, put this family's uh, mind at ease. I mean, you know, it's not always about money. Uh, they'll never that young lady will never, uh, you know, they'll never be able to hug that young lady again. And so, you know, we talk about lawsuits and settlements. Uh, that's not uh, those are never enough uh, to to um, you know console a family uh, that um, you know this tragedy. So I just want to make sure the listeners, you know, hear that. We, we talk about 
uh, compensation. You you can never compensate someone for losing enough from losing a, a loved one. But I think it's a I think it's a step in the right direction that they are admitting that there was some they had they, you know there was they were culpable in, in, in her death. Yeah, exactly, exactly, Keith. Well, hey, you know, Keith, we're coming up on a, a few minutes away from going into our first break, and we want to just let our listeners know that this is a part four series of of what we're talking about is uh, bridging a gap and uh, communities and law enforcement coming together. And and we're going to have, uh, like I stated, a guest on the show, which his name is, is Quentin Williams. And, you know, a lot of people call him Q. And so I want to make sure that I remind you last week, you said, hey, if he was a Q, that, you know, uh, he, he would have to, uh, you know, if that was associated with, with his uh, frat. So, so Keith, we're going to, Take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to have our special guest on the show, Quentin Williams. But you're listening to You and the Law on the Bachelor News Radio Network. If you want real discussions on politics, social issues, racial issues, and other topics, then tune into the Bachelor News Radio Show. Listen live every Monday and Thursday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com. And if you miss the show, you can listen every Monday through Saturday at 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern and every Sunday at 5 a.m. and 3 p.m. at thebachelornews.airtime.pro. Listen and be informed. Hey, we want to welcome you back to You Under Law on the Bachelor News Radio Network. Uh, I am one of the hosts of the show, uh, Virgil Green, and the the host of the show goes by uh, T Swag. Well, hey man, I told you you were the host today. Uh, okay, all right, by all right. By well, default, I, I you're gonna be the host, man. By by default, all right, all right. Well, but but, well, if, hey. but if you want me to continue to be the host, man, you know, let me know, man. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, hey, Keith, you know, we, we've got this special brother that's going to be on the show with us, uh, and he goes by, by the name of Q, uh, Quentin Williams. Uh, we definitely want to welcome him to uh, You and the Law. Thank you, gentlemen. How are you? Oh, we're doing, we're doing good, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderfully. It's a good day. All right. All right. All right. Well, well, uh, well, Q, you know – I don't think this is your first time listening to the show, but as you know, we uh, we we like to have uh, some fun, but we also have some serious conversations about things that's going on in the world of law enforcement. But I don't know if you listened to the, the tail end of our show last week, where where Chief Humphrey, you know, I told you know we call you Q, and so uh, I, I want you to you know he kind of referred to something as a fret, so. You know, I, I'm not just calling them out, but I'm kind of calling them out to you. <laughs> a lot of people ask me if I'm, a, <laughs> if I'm a Q, if I'm with Omega Sci-Fi. I have a lot of friends who are, but I'm not. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, Q, then, 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 then I welcome you with open arms, man. So I'm, I'm a, you, you're welcome, officially welcome to the show, man. How, how you doing, bro? You doing I'm right? doing really well. Nice to meet you, G. Pleasure's all mine, all right. sir. Please call me. Please call me Keith. Will yeah. do. Will right. do. Well, well, hey, uh, uh, Q. We, we, we want to get into man. You know, share with our listeners. 
you know, your background and who you are, and and, and uh, we'll definitely get into the conversation about this amazing partnership that your organization is just partnering with the Miami Heat and, and the Miami uh, Police Department and all the other good things you're doing. So, you know, uh, we definitely want our listeners to uh, to to learn more about you and, and, and the organization that you uh, are, the, are the founder and CEO of. Well, it's my pleasure to talk to you about it. Thank you for having me on. Really appreciate it, and it's uh, such a such an honor to be speaking to both of you at the same time. Um, so, my name is Quentin Williams, and I I uh, along with family members founded Dedication to Community, which is a not-for-profit, a five hundred one c three that was founded for the purpose of empowering society through education in the areas of upward economic mobility, how to reach your dreams, basically, and justice. So justice has overtaken everything uh, because justice is the umbrella under which everything falls. Even upward economic mobility is, of course, related directly to justice. And as a part of that justice, uh, that justice platform, the initiative, we educate law enforcement about how to serve better, not how to police better, but how to serve better. And we also educate with law enforcement, we educate communities that are served, and we educate and engage them with law enforcement so that we can get people closer to the middle. There is a bridge already built. It's been constructed. We might need to reconstruct that bridge or... We might need to renovate that bridge, but all we do have to do is get people to walk closer to the middle on that bridge to get there. Mm-hmm. I, I, was born on, I was born on the island of St. Thomas and, in poverty. So when my mother, who raised me and my brother by herself, um, came back to New York with me, we lived in squalor for 17 years. My, the first 17 years of my life were spent on welfare, and... During that time, through the crack epidemic, learned a lot about life, learned a lot about building relationships. My mother was the best teacher of, of relationship building. So what we do now is we teach people how to build relationships in a substantive, successful, and sustainable way through our recipe for reconciliation curriculum. And we teach that across all platforms, corporate America, law enforcement, even those who are incarcerated are provided with this education. Uh, I was I was in the FBI. I was I was an agent. I was undercover for three and, for two and a half years. I was a federal prosecutor. All of that in Connecticut. I also had the pleasure of working for the NFL office in New York, the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville, Florida, and the NBA with their what was the D League, the Development League. It's now the G League. I was the president of one of their G League, then D League teams with Alex English as my head coach. Um, And so when I left that, I became an entrepreneur out of, not out of want, but out of um, need and because I was forced to. I was fired by the NBA. And when you're fired in in sports, it Mm -hmm. it just throws you for a loop, uh, especially when you're a front office person. And I became Definitely. an entrepreneur, and that's that's okay. what I'm doing today. I'm I'm an entrepreneur. I have I have my own law firm. I have a media company. I have another company called the Q Group, and I also um, 
uh, run run the not-for-profit organization D2C, which is our calling. It's this belongs to everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, Q, I'll, you know, me, you and I, we've met through a mutual friend that uh, Chief Humphrey and I uh, also met through uh, Sarah Banner, and so that's that's how you and I connected because we were on another podcast show together, and and uh, just uh, you know. Visiting with you then and, and visiting with you, uh, you know, since then, it, it's just, you know, you're doing some amazing things. And, and definitely this this partnership that uh, your organization has partnered with uh, with the Miami Heat is, is something that I don't believe any other organization has partnered with a NBA team and with a, with a major city uh, uh, police department. So, uh, Keith, I mean, it, it's, He's doing some amazing things, and and you know when you talk about bridging the gap, you're definitely uh, definitely bridging that that gap between the community Birds, and the police. Birds, let me say that. Q, I, I will tell you, Q, I will tell you that I'm very very happy that you're saying that. You know what I'm seeing now? For a long time, you only had a few athletes that were using their platform. And so what I'm seeing now, I'm seeing more and more athletes use, utilizing their platform. Uh, to uh, bridge the gap between law enforcement and help and work with law enforcement and communities and things like that. And that is amazing. Um, I will tell you that I'm really impressed. I've been in Miami, and I do know that the police department in Miami, uh, because Miami does have a very diverse community, I do know that, that um, I've seen the Miami police department worked through a lot of tough times. You know, they had a bad reputation in the eighties and then, you know, I, but I, but I know they have embraced the heat. Uh, I know they've embraced the dolphins and I know that those groups work really closely. Uh, those athletes work really closely with the community and the law enforcement agency, along with the Miami PD. And I'm really excited that, that you're doing that. Thank you. And yes, uh, this is, this is really the, the essence of leadership has been revealed through this process with this partnership between D2C, the Miami Heat, and the Miami PD. To see two organizations like the Miami Heat and the Miami PD step up when they knew they would get criticized initially, step up and do whatever they could to pioneer this first-of-its-kind effort. This has never been done in the history of sports. The Miami Heat is the first organization to ever fund and partner in this way. It's not just funding. They are intimately involved with the training. They sit in on the sessions. And to do that in today's environment with the Miami PD, by the way, the Miami PD is the only three-time credentialed law enforcement agency in the state of Florida. There are only 18 of them in the nation. So because it had a consent decree that it, it met all the standards of, came off of that with flying colors and is doing such a great job under, under Chief Kalina and, um, and Assistant Chief Goss, because of what it's doing, it has, it has established this extraordinary reputation so it's taking a risk by bringing in the Miami Heat and D2C in this partnership because it's doing a great job already. 
But here's mm. the great thing about Miami PD. They think they can be better. I mean, you talk about the, the quintessential uh, essence of humility. That's it right there. No matter how good they are, they're saying we could be much better. We could always be better. And the Heat is doing the same thing by saying we are members of these, this community, but no matter how much we provide to this community, we can provide more. This is, for me, it's inspiring to even be a part of this. I'm so honored. And our team is honored to be a part of this as well. Q, what I'm, what I'm hearing you say, they're not doing it. They're not just doing lip service. They're actually doing something. Uh, you know, that you hear a lot of people that say, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and you never see it. But seeing what you're saying is there are tangible results out there from uh, this partnership. Yeah, the, the great thing about it is because we hear it all the time. I mean, we, we've been doing this for centuries, making people aware, having discussions, the town halls, all of that stuff. The awareness is great. You need to have awareness. However, if, if you just have awareness and you have no action, then it's empty. You have to have action. The action that we are taking here is to educate, educating so that a strategy is in place by the end of that education to make us better. And it's all about building relationships. How can we build these substantive, successful, and sustainable relationships in life, not just law enforcement community, but in life? This is transferable to everybody in their personal relationships, their marriages, whatever, business relationships. It's, these tools are good for every aspect of one's life. And the Miami PD and the Miami Heat, even with criticism in the beginning, they said, we're forging through it, we're doing this. And now that we've been through the, the first sessions of it, and everybody is coming back saying, oh, my goodness, this, this is really helpful, this is great. And it doesn't throw anybody under the bus. It's bringing people together in a, in a very raw way. It's bringing people together. Now, now folks are starting to see the value of doing this kind of thing. But there will only be only ever be one pioneer, and the yeah. Heat and and the Miami PD are those pioneers. Look, look, uh, Q. Before we go to our, we're coming up on a couple of minutes before we go to our break. But before we go to the break, can you briefly kind of talk about what was, what was some of the the challenges uh, with this here uh, was there some some resistance to it? Kind of kind of speak to us and our listeners about that. Yeah. Well, after we held the press conference, a lot of people, because we're so divided, they picked sides. I mean, you know, community law enforcement. Why is community and law enforcement getting together? Neither can be trusted, and that was mm -hmm. coming from all parties. Um, in, some with, in some segments of society, not, not all. There were some who okay. bought right into it. But what we're doing is we are educating. We also assist with co the communication internally and externally by law enforcement of what they do. So when requested, we help law enforcement with their communication uh, strategies. And then we also, because everything ultimately falls on policy, you both know that. P 
policy drives mm-hmm. everything. We help yeah. to develop and guide with policy. But for, for this particular partnership, we started with education. It's all about education. And folks in the community were not necessarily overly excited that the, their, their Miami Heat were getting together with the Miami Police Department. There were some. Yeah. And, and Miami police, the Miami Police Department had people in their ranks who felt the same way about getting together with the Miami Heat. But this is what's so great about this partnership. We discussed this. We talked it out with transparency. And we made a decision amongst all parties to forge through it because the folks who were critical didn't really understand fully what was going to happen. Now okay. that it has happened people are starting to realize this is a solution and solutions are what we need to come to. Yeah. Well, Hey, we're going to uh, leave it right there. Uh, Q, we're going to uh, take a quick break uh, Q and our listeners uh, listening to you on the law on the back of the news radio network. Greetings and great day, everyone. I am elder Janelle Strickland, host of the life cafe radio broadcast from Maximizing Life Family Worship Center. I invite you to tune in every Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m. Tune in, maximize your life with the Word of God, and be blessed. Only on the Bachelor News Radio Network. Join Barry Barnes for Locker Talk on the Bachelor Pad Network as he presents NFL news and evaluates players. Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com. Hey, we want to welcome you back to You on the Law on the Back to the News Radio Network. Uh, we want to remind our listeners that our calls are being screened, so if you've got a question or if you would like to come on air, let the uh, producer know uh, that you've got a question that he can give to us or if you would like to come on air and, and, and speak with us, uh, or if you can also leave a message in the chat room. But So we've got several ways, but if you're on the line listening, you can listen, but if you would actually like to come on and, and speak with us, uh, just let the uh, producer know. So um, Because we've got a, a great show, uh, and we've got a, a great guest on the show. But um, before I jump back into to some other things, uh, I want to let everybody know that you can. Uh, there are so many other great shows on the Bachelor News Radio Network, and one of those shows is the Dr. Larry Show. Uh, and the Dr. Larry Show uh, takes a look at politics from a conservative perspective in the Trump era, and golly, the Trump era. So you can listen to him every Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Standard Time at blogtalkradio.com at L.A. Bachelor and the podcast on his show every 2 a.m. at 2 a.m. and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at the bachelornews.airtime.pro. And if you're interested in uh, having your own show on the Bachelor News Radio Network, or if you're interested in advertising with us on the Bachelor News Radio Network, uh, reach out to us at labachelor40 at gmail.com. That's labachelor40 at gmail.com. Listen and stay informed uh, on the Bachelor News Radio Network. So, um, Q, I mean, we're, you know, definitely we're just glad that you took the time to come on and talk to uh, me and uh, Chief Humphrey about your 
organization and to let our listeners know about this here. And the fact that you've got a, a major, NB, uh, you know, one of the well-known NBA teams has partnered with with one of the major cities uh, that they're uh, connected with is just a is groundbreaking. And I think you said that, you know, earlier that this is something that is definitely has not been done. But my question, do you see other NBA teams or other NFL teams taking the same approach uh, with their uh, police departments? Well, most definitely. We've, we've already been working with other leagues, teams, and athletes uh, to bring these educational platforms to society because their platform is, you know, it's, 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 we're talking hundreds of millions of followers, billions of followers in sports. So we have already been working with them. The Miami Heat, however, because of the hard work of that organization and the Miami PD and Steve Stowe uh, was responsible for this with Michael McCullough, uh, with the Miami Heat, what they're doing is so creative in this partnership in that they are a part of the actual training of law enforcement mm-hmm. officers. That's, that's it's unprecedented. That, yeah, that makes a big difference. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's all about serving. It's all about how to serve better, not how to police better. Uh, that's that's the essence of what we do is we facilitate that kind of discussion about how to be better servants. Yeah. Well, it, you know, in, in Q, another question I have, um, you know, with everything that's going on with our, you know, especially in the NBA uh, and even in the NFL with, you know, the controversy with the players, you know, kneeling and not kneeling and, and those players who've really kind of come out and and utilize their platform and their voice about Black Lives Matter, um, how how uh, and it and it seems like the the front office of the NBA is very supportive of their players and very supportive of what their teams are doing. So, can you kind of speak to how the front office has, if if any, how what kind of role they're playing? With this here, well, the, the front office. So the NBA is, is is behind what Miami Heat is doing, and the front office of the Miami Heat, they are the advocates for this. They're the ones who made this happen. Michael McCullough is their executive vice president and C, CMO, the chief marketing officer, and he pushed this hard with ownership and with exec, senior executive staff. Um, Steve Stowe is the one who made this happen. We've been working on this for years, and finally it has come to fruition, but not the way we thought it would. We thought it would be coming to fruition in a way where D2C would educate the players and allow the players to go out and, with education, now speak to their audiences. But this is even bigger than that because it, it is that too, but it's also it's training law enforcement. That is the beginning. That's where it all must begin. We must begin with mm-hmm. training law enforcement and then allowing that newly trained law enforcement educate and engage with the people they serve. Because when they go into those communities, 
The communities want to know what they are doing for themselves. And if they, mm-hmm. if they haven't been doing anything to train themselves to get better, they lose credibility walking in the door. If they do the training, now they have credibility. That credibility leads to trust, and you know what trust means. It means everything. Yeah. Uh, Chief Humphrey, you're kind of quiet. When you guys talk, uh, I, I was enjoying the uh, conversation. <laughs> I do allow people to go, and don't, don't forget to remind people that uh, uh, L.A. is, is monitoring uh, for calls. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we want to get that out there. But, but Q, listen, man. Man, you know, I, I really wish. So let me ask you this. Do you think this just works in major cities? Or what about smaller or mid-sized cities? Uh, do you think that this project would, would be uh, uh, doable in those uh, categories? Oh, absolutely, in every city. Um, so we launched, a, D2C launched a national initiative in June. We've been doing this work for, you know, a dozen years, but we launched a national initiative. So it's strategically going from state to state and launching in a state for a full statewide a full statewide program. So before this national initiative, we were training law enforcement in on you know a project by project basis. We we train law enforcement at the FBI National Academy. We have a curriculum there that we developed with the with with the uh, great folks, Matt Rebuck at the FBI National Academy, and we deliver it there too. It's 44 hours. It's a full curriculum. We do it four times per year. But we also do it at the local agency level. Like, for example, we're going to Wallace, uh, Wallace, North Carolina. They have less than 20 law enforcement officers there, and we're going to train yeah, that. that agency. And that's, that's, that's Wallace. We also are going to be in Connecticut next week to train all of the state troopers in Connecticut, the Connecticut state troopers. So we have a, a robust partnership with the state of Connecticut, with the Connecticut state troopers, and then with, the, with, the, with POST up there, the Police Officers Standard and Training Council uh, Academy. So every officer in the state of Connecticut will have an opportunity to be trained by us, and this is what we're doing state by state, Connecticut, Delaware, the Carolinas, and we're going to also launch Florida. So we'll have five states by the end of the year. It's, each state is a legacy project. We're going to do what would it, it take in to multiple get you, states. What would it take to get you in Arkansas, Little Rock? We can talk about it. <laughs> okay. We'll be doing more. We'll be launching another five. We'll be launching another five in, uh, in 2021, and we have a waiting list okay. of, of folks who, because this is, this is, this is action. This is action. Okay. And we have hundreds if not thousands of people who are part of this village who are participating in this action. This is it's my calling. It's, I know what you do is your calling. So whenever we can get great talent together, the village that we have and the village you have and make them one as a collaborative, that's how change happens. That's how this thing moves. Well, and, and you know, uh, Q, uh, one of the questions, you know, you, you have a law enforcement background. You've been a prosecutor. Uh, you've been around law enforcement for decades. And you know this, that there's always some kind of resistance to change. Uh, kind of briefly speak on that before we uh, go into this next break. Uh, what kind of resistance have you, have you experienced 
with this here, if any. Well, it's funny because uh, when we started this, there was great resistance because the reason why we started it was because I wrote a book, and that book has a provocative title. And that provocative title created resistance both in communities and in law enforcement because the book's name is How Not to Get Killed by the Police. So I heard it from communities, why are you victim blaming? And then I heard it from law enforcement, you're telling the world that we're killing people. And neither was true. Don't judge a book by its cover. The truth is we, we are pro-law enforcement. This book teaches community members how to make law enforcement feel safe when they are engaging with them. And we're pro-community because we are the community and we want the community to be safe and we want them to get the justice they need, but we want them to get home safely. That, there was extreme resistance in the beginning and mm -hmm. we had a chase after people. <clears throat> Now we don't have to chase after people because they know what it is. But yeah. in the beginning, oh, yeah, big resistance. So, big so resistance. And, I, and I guess that's why you, you just mentioned that you guys have got a, a, a waiting list. So uh, that just goes to show you that um, there can be some resistance. But at the same time, once people find out how, uh, how this program really is and how the training is, they, they want to be a part of it. Yes, I agree. That's, yeah. that's what yeah. it comes down to is the experience of it makes them want to be a part of the mission and the movement. Yeah. Well, it, you know, Keith, I, I want to remind our listeners that, uh, you know, if you're just now uh, coming in and, and, and listening to us, uh, you're listening to You and the Law on the Bachelor News Radio Network, and we have uh, joining us uh, today as our special guest, uh, Quentin uh, Williams, who was a former uh, FBI agent, a former federal prosecutor. He's an author, and uh, he uh, has a, uh, an organization that um, has partnered with the uh, Miami Heat and the Miami Police Department, and we're uh, speaking with him about um, his uh, organization called Dedication to Community. So uh, we definitely want to make sure that you guys uh, continue to uh, listen to us and uh, for the next um, – 20 minutes or so, uh, because we've got a, a lot more uh, to, to share with you. And, and, Q, before we go to our break, you know, the Miami Heat is actually playing in the playoffs, and, and you were going to have one of the representatives from the Heat come on and be with you. But since they're in the playoffs, that's why they can't uh, come and join us tonight. But hopefully we can get, uh, get somebody back on with you to, to talk more about this amazing program. But uh, – we're going to jump into this uh, next break. Uh, we're listening to You and the Law on the Bachelor News Radio Network. If you've got a clogged up nose, simply stuffy. If you've got a snuffly nose, simply sassy. If the rest of you feel fine, but your nose is out of line, give your schnozzle what it means, simply stuffy. Simply stuffy. From the makers of Children's Tylenol, it has only the medicine your child needs to make a stuffy nose simply disappear. If you want to smell a rose, get the stuff out of your nose. If you take a serious smile, simply stuffy. Simply stuffy. Use as directed. Recovery Month has become widely recognized and does an outstanding job of celebrating recovery, increasing awareness, and acknowledging the amazing work of providers, advocates, people in recovery, and their families. I believe our work together is helping many Americans better understand 
seek out, attain, and sustain recovery. What began as a small and very good idea has grown into a national, mainstream, sustained, and systematic public education and support effort, all focused on the message that people recover. Getting the message of recovery right is critical because people take action based on what they hear and see, and most importantly, what they experience. Experience shapes our knowledge, our values, our attitudes, our beliefs, and our action. Of those who recognized their need for treatment but didn't receive care, the number one reason was no health coverage and could not afford the cost. No one in need should be denied the opportunity for treatment and recovery in our country. Hey, I want to welcome you back to You and the Law on the Bassett News Radio Network. Uh, you're listening to one of your, the hosts of the show, uh, and uh, I just go by, I don't have a, a, a name like Swag, so Chief Swag is, is uh He's just he's just that important of a person, but uh, we want to uh, welcome everybody who is listening to us on uh, you and the law on the Bachelor News Radio Network, and we also want to remind you that you can definitely follow us on our social media platform. You can follow us on Facebook um, at you and the law. You can follow us on Instagram, and you can also follow us on Twitter at you the law one. That's you the law one on Twitter, and um, we're. Joined this evening with a special guest, uh, Quentin Williams, uh, who, by all of his friends, they call him Q. Uh, we definitely want to thank you for taking the time to come on and talk about this amazing um, partnership that you have with uh, with the Miami Heat and the Miami Police Department, and and how that's going to expand um, with with some other things that you're doing. So, but Keith, just kind of touch touch on that about this agreement that the. Uh, uh, City of Louisville made with the with the uh, attorneys representing Brianna Taylor's family, especially on the reform yeah. and, the, and some of the policies that they're going to be implementing. Yeah, thank you. yeah, Virgil. That's a great question. Uh, you know, really and truly, uh, it, it, it's a shame that it takes that uh, to do that. And I think I think a lot of times, you know, we, we talk about tragedies, but I think in in, in, in tragic incidents there are some positive things that go out of this to prevent. So I think the request from Brianna Taylor's family, her fiance is that what can you all do to prevent this from happening again, someone's family. So you do have to start looking at all of your training, all of your deployments, everything that you have in place to ensure Uh, reform is something that goes on every day. So reform should not be new to any law enforcement agency, especially any, law enforcement executive. You should be reforming something every day. Um, that's, a, that's the thing about this profession. Every day is something different. It's a fluid profession, and you have to continue to look um, at things. And when we don't do that and we become stagnant, then that's when we have uh, these incidents. Um, you know, like here, we had to do the uh, no-knock warrant deal. I mean, that had been happening for years. And what we find in law enforcement agencies, Virgil, we, we get to the point we've always done it that way. And then what happens is, well, we've always done it that way and it hadn't been a problem. Well, you know, why wait until there is a problem? So I think um, I think the community of, of Louisville, this is what they expect. I think the, the, the local government of Louisville, this is what they want. And, you know, it, it's so big. You're going to see a lot more of this uh, happening throughout the nation. You know, uh, you know the, the no-not warrant, Keith, is something that um... – there was some conversation, especially with the uh, uh, the attorney, talking about 
how the no-knock warrants really need to be expanded across the country. And, and, and uh, a lot of agencies really need to, to, to put in uh, policies that prohibits that, just like what is uh, going to be taking place in Louisville, which took place in, in Little Rock. So um, I, I think, you know, there is going to be uh, – it's, it's sad that a tragic death had to occur for – some reform like this here to take place. You know, here we're talking about the um, the agreement that uh, the city of Louisville made with uh, Breonna Taylor's family, but, you know, the financial side of it uh, is an amount that has never uh, happened before. But I think one of the most important things is the fact that they have put in some, some reform, uh, some policies. And, you know, if you would, just if, if you, what's your opinion about that and how do you, how do you see that uh, moving forward uh, with some, uh, especially when we're talking about these no not Well, I think the most important thing to do from, from a phase one perspective here is to be transparent. And so releasing the conditions of the settlement was a good step. You know, it's $12 million, uh, but $12 million is not going to get Breonna Taylor back. No. So, no. so that, and I heard, I heard you say that earlier in the broadcast. The policy issues, what the policies, uh, the changes that will occur, I'm going to have to delve deep into it. I haven't seen what those changes are yet, but I'm going to study it over the next couple of days because obviously there, there is room for great improvement here. If, if you're not willing to evolve as an organization, then that stagnant, um, being stagnant is going to cause you to be left behind, and and it creates issues because society is evolving. So society is evolving as a as an organization. Organizations need to evolve, and just like body worn cameras were not something that we had as a policy consideration six seven years ago, because of everything that's going on, it's important not just because we get to see what's going on, but it's the process of being transparent that builds trust. And when we testified in front of the South Carolina State uh, Senate uh, Committee on body-worn cameras just after Walter Scott was killed, there was some tension by law enforcement. Law enforcement wasn't necessarily fully bought into this, but then Mm – because of the process, they figured out, you know what, this is helpful for everybody. Because 90% of the time when somebody says something happened, it didn't happen that way, and it's caught on videotape. But the 10% of the time when they say it happened, it's undeniable if there is video evidence. And Walter Scott, there were no, there were no body-worn cameras. There was a hero who took video. Without that yeah. hero, we don't know what would have happened. Yeah, exactly, and and you know, I don't think that many people probably remember the the, the Walter Scott deal, Q, because there have been so many other tragic police shootings across the country since then, and and the fact that we we still continue to see you know unnecessary use of force on officers, despite the fact that there's so much of a, the the spotlight is on law enforcement, Q. And, and the fact that you, you still see officers and, and, and doing things that violate people's rights, there there's uh, 
using way excessive force, just like the incident that we saw, um, I believe it was in, I want to, was it South Carolina or somewhere in Georgia where the, the two uh, sheriff deputies pulled over an Uber car and the fact that one of the passengers in the car ended up on the ground and uh, is end up in a hospital, end up in jail with some with some serious injuries behind that. So uh, there's there's a lot of things that the law enforcement community really needs to do to to improve their relationships with their communities and this organ this partnership that that you all have with the Miami Heat and the Miami Police Department is definitely on track to do that. I, I agree. There there are improvements that we need to make in the law enforcement industry. Listen, we we are part of the law enforcement industry. That's my my brethren. I love my brethren. Mm-hmm. But when you love somebody, you don't just tell them when everything is going wonderfully. You also want them to be the best they can be. And so that's where we are stepping into that void with others who just help law enforcement to be the best they can be. We had um, some, some agencies told us, you know what, we want to be perfect. We have to be on a quest to be perfect. Although we know we're human and that might not be the case, that ultimately we will be perfect. Mistakes will be made because we're human. We want to be perfect. And that's what we want to hear because that means you're coming to this thing with humility and open-mindedness. You're willing to learn. And we, as trainers, as facilitators, we learn something new every time we're in front of that audience. And it's not just one thing. We learn multitudes of things every time we're in front of that audience. This is a time when we all have to seek education. We have to seek insight. And we have to be enlightened by those who have some information that we might need. It's about life and death right now. I'm on a chase to save my son and my daughter's lives every day. That's why mm-hmm. I do this. And, and in a, an extension of that is I'm on a chase to save your kids' lives grandkids, cousins, nieces, and nephews. That's what this is about. How do we save these lives? And then how do we form a, a, a collaborative to allow these lives to thrive using the talents that they have to thrive, to be the best they can be? That's how we all win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, hey, you know, we want to remind our listeners that uh, if you're just now coming on to to the show. You're listening to You and the Long, the Bachelor News Radio Network, and uh, we've got a special guest on the show today is uh, Quentin Williams, and he's talking to us about this amazing uh, partnership with the Miami Heat and uh, the Miami Police Department. And uh, we want to remind you that if you're on the air listening to us, if you've got a comment, just let the producer know what your comment is, or if you'd like to come on the air and talk with us and, and ask a question to, to, to Mr. Williams, uh, please do so. That's The show is about uh, us communicating with you and, and um, sharing what your thoughts and concerns are. So, Keith, uh, you got, uh, you know, we're coming up on the, the last few minutes of the show. Uh, man, I tell you, uh, uh, this cute one hour goes by real fast when you're having a good time and you're having a good conversation about things that is really uh, informing the public. Yeah, it, it always goes fast, that's for sure. Yeah. Hey, Q, <laughs> Q if, I can, if I can say something, man, one of the things that we do, we try to do on this channel, is, I mean, on this, uh, on this podcast, is we try to put more positive in than negative. And you did that today because I think these are things that people need to hear, especially in major cities, the major cities that have been impacted uh, mostly by the protests and things like that. So it shows that, man, this can be done if you're willing to, I don't want to say if police chiefs are willing to be vulnerable, I don't like using that term, but I think if they're willing to be receptive to new ideas. So brother, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for the work you've done. And I am going to hope, I'm soliciting once again, <laughs> <laughs> for the city of Little Rock. So, so 
I will get Virgil to give you my information, and you know, no pressure, Q. No pressure. So I just want to say it. Well, hey, let be me my say pleasure. This. You know, you know. Hopefully, you know, this won't be the last time we'll have Q on, on the podcast, on the You and the Law podcast show. Uh, we can get him back on and, and definitely uh, have a representative from the Heat come on. And hopefully, you know, for those Miami Heat fans that are out there listening to us, I know you're rooting for your team to uh, to make it to the championship game. So, hope you know, for your Miami Heat fans, hey, hopefully they'll get there. But, but you know, Q, this is a, a great a great program that you're doing and, and hopefully our listeners uh will have learned a lot from it and the fact that this is a very positive uh program a partnership that uh and training that uh, you all that you're involved with and that you know hopefully we can definitely get you back on and and where we can talk about this some more because i think you know this is something that our listeners we have listeners that are that are all over from you know north carolina south carolina up all up the west up the east coast and all around the country so we definitely want to get this message out about the uh, dedication to community and, and the great things that you're doing now and, and the things that's going to be coming in the future. So I, I just can't tell you how, how glad we are that you're on here with us. So uh, it's been an amazing uh, hour. It's been my pleasure. And, and please, um, if any of your audience wants to learn more, they can go to www.dedicationtocommunity.org dedication to community.org and that's spelled out fully dedication to community.org um i see that the heat's up by three my man steve stowe will come <laughs> on with us the next time the vp he's a vp of he runs a charitable fund and he's a vp okay. of uh, he works with players and he's he's responsible with michael mccullough for making this happen with the heat and if if anybody wants to get in touch with us, they can do it through social or they can do it through our website. We're all over social on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter. I'm at MQBLW, MQBLW or M. Quentin Williams, and social for dedication to communities at dedication to community. And this is about solutions. That's what the Miami Heat and Miami PD are doing. They're looking okay. at how do we solve these issues. Okay. All right. Well, hey, we're coming up on a few seconds. Uh, but, Q, we definitely want to thank you for joining us on You and the Law podcast show on uh, the Bachelor News Radio Network. And, uh, Keith, T. Swag, uh, sir, we will uh, get together and do this again. So uh, we want to thank our listeners for listening to You and the Law on the Bachelor News Radio Network. And if you also want to remind you, you can listen to the rebroadcast show of You and the Law. Check us out on the rebroadcast shows, and that is at the bachelornews.airtime.pro. We'll see everyone again next week. Thank you, and good night from You and the Law on the Bachelor News Radio Network. All right, good night. 